Darius, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yo. You're not going to your cousin's birthday party? Yo, I... You got did, something better yo, going on? wait, hold on. I damn near changed this nigga's diaper. I'm about, to, I'm about to black on him. Nah, I got you. I damn near changed this nigga's diapers. I'm about to black on him. Yo, I basically raised this nigga. Being no cap. Safe. Being at home safe from what? My nigga. Even though they don't put people in, you're not going, in you, a restaurant. You're not going to Onyx. You're going, you're going to, to strip your club. cousin's birthday dinner at Firebirds. Yeah, I said it's a strip club. <laughs> it's Firebirds, which is a restaurant. Why aren't you going to the restaurant, Darius? Yeah, which people have been getting the vibe from in the restaurant. You just went to Black Fame with us for not my birthday. And I said, you, Got should, you should have ate outside. <clears throat> but what did we do? We sat at the bar. This nigga not coming to my birthday because he said he's scared of this motherfucking virus. My birthday dinner with a total of I ain't people. even go to your mom's birthday gift yes, thing. Yes, you did. Stop capping. We did. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. We, 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 we ate outside. outside. We ate outside. So I'm like, you know, I'm getting the people together for the birth, <laughs> like my birthday. And you trash, Darius. So I, I told him about I'm it trash. at first. Until my That's mom cool. asked him about I'm trash because I care about my people. What people? They all going to be at the dinner. Where you going to be? What? Yeah, people's having a birthday dinner. And you're I'm not talking about my people, people back at home. Okay. Oh, are you going to go visit them sometime soon? In yeah. When? In two weeks? For Christmas. Oh, in two weeks? Yeah. yeah it's what? amazing you know, because it's, actually... You know what's amazing? My birthday is exactly two weeks before Christmas. What and, why, is that, and why is that important, Chris? What does that have to do because with anything? you have anything? to quarantine for how long? two weeks. Oh, wow. Boom. What does that mean? My nigga, I know... First of all, what do you mean? What does that mean? That means... Nigga, that, just because you got a quarantine for two weeks don't mean if you catch the virus, the shit going to be gone in two weeks. Yes, it does. No, it don't. Okay, so it won't be gone in then two weeks. Say that to the people that died from it. What are y'all talking about, son? That's a Damn, lie. I got people who who had COVID. My man Quentin had it twice. I okay, feel like and I, I know people then, who got people what? in New York that died from it and here. Just because you don't know niggas that okay, that's fair. That's personally fair. that doesn't die from it don't mean shit. But you going to wait for somebody you know to die from it to take the shit serious? I'm just cut from a different cloth, I mean, I honestly, you should. I am too, nigga. You should that definitely mean risk I'm your life. I'm take the shit serious. No, we're going to risk your life to go to my birthday dinner at Firebird. You fucking wow. Nah, man, listen, listen, I would go for you, Chris, listen, but me and you are just woke. This man is still a sheep. (laughs) Don't blame him. He hasn't gotten out of the matrix yet. You can't be I want to celebrate with you, just not there. But you don't. But I do. If you do, then you'd be at Firebirds on December the 11th. That's wild. We're going on the 12th. That's selfish. That's selfish. The 12th. Oh, okay. Saturday. Yeah, because I got to get really fucked up on Friday. My uncle bought us a moonshine, so. Where are you going to be on Friday? No, you ain't invited no more, nigga. <laughs> He's talking to his, his friend. Wow. Not his, I'm talking to the wild. friend that's actually going to that's the dinner. Wild. Facts. So uh, anyway, wild. about your your uncle, am I invited to that? It's going to be at his crib? No, my mom's. Oh, yeah, I'm coming. Don't even worry about that. I'm calling out of work and all that. I'll be there. <laughs> you be, where are you going to be? I'll be there. So you go to your cousin? I'll be there. You go to your, your, yeah, your, I'll be in the house, the crib. But if the same people from the crib are going to be at the dinner, what's the difference? That's in public. Mad people being Yo, they sit you six feet away from anybody. Man, tell that to the people who be getting the shit from restaurants. Well, that's because they're not sitting six feet. Fan, people are people are outside smoking hookah and and drinking at clubs. That's what I'm saying. That's That's not what we're doing. We're going to a dinner, and then we're going home. Right, people be in the club. We can drink at home. We don't even have to do all Exactly. are open. Like, people are going to the club without masks on. I can't believe yeah, I... Yeah, but we're not, not going not. to the club. We're going to a dinner but just where they seat you 
according to where other people are. Bro, I done seen mad restaurants open. Mm-hmm. And you've been to People do not be that far apart. You don't know because you haven't been to them. I can see the shit's got glass windows. What restaurant? So you be driving by and looking? Yeah. You a op. Nigga. <laughs> you nigga ready to tell on somebody. But like, who, who the fuck I'm going to tell on? I don't know the people Boy, personally. Hey, I just noted that <laughs> such and so on Johnston Road, they're open and they're not social distancing. Hello, can you connect me to the office of Roy Cooper, please? Yes, I have an urgent message for him. Right away. You're not doing that. They're not six feet apart. They're five and a half. I measured it. I measured it. I walked <laughs> in a straight line the all here. the way to their table. Yeah. Bro, Stop right. it. Alright. Stop it. Alright. <laughs> if you don't fuck with him, just say that. Yeah, if you don't fuck with me, just say that, bro. Yeah, that's if my man. I'm going me, 100 grand. That. Huh? That's wild, bro. Be real. If it was your birthday, I would definitely go to your birthday dinner. But I wouldn't go you know, to a restaurant and, in the middle of a pandemic for my birthday. I didn't do shit for my birthday, so why would I do It's a panoramic. Yours? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't got time for that. It's a panoramic. It's a panoramic. <laughs> Come on, Darius. That's cold. That's I could up. be at the crib, is what I'm saying. I, I you could be at the Yo, crib, but I, I am gonna be at the crib. When this nigga used to live in bumfuck, uh-huh. who would drive three and a half hours to get his ass? How much you ask for gas? Nothing. It's crazy. Ask me if, how, what else I asked for. What you ask for? Nothing. Crazy. Always would do it. Wow. <laughs> Sheesh. That's your man's? Like how when I was... Oh, no. Oh, no. That's when I When I was in Raleigh, I, I used to drive here. And you ain't never come see me up there, nigga, so you ain't saying nothing. Raleigh's don't, don't, not fun. No, but, but you trying to bring up old shit anyway. Raleigh's so. not fun. So, nah, I ain't do that. But you, you can come Raleigh to a nigga birthday. Fun. Yeah, nah, but you can come to a nigga birthday. So, fuck... Listen, man, listen, man. It's okay. It's all right. We Yo, understand. It's all good. Fuck, fuck Raleigh. <laughs> fuck COVID and fuck you for and, not going to my man's birthday. And I guess fuck my birthday. Yeah, and fuck my man's birthday. I right? guess fuck my family. You ain't going to see them for that, two weeks. Yo, you that's just got family. a quarantine for two weeks. That's all right. Like, if, if you went somewhere right now or if you got COVID, they would say, yo, quarantine for two weeks. And you can do whatever you want to do now. But again, just because niggas oh get the shit don't mean the shit going to go away after two weeks. Just because y'all. Well, but what if you get tested after the two weeks and you don't have it? Okay, that's Bomb. a good possibility, but it's you're taking the risk. But can't you get tested, chance. though? Can't you go to the dinner and then get tested afterwards? And you can get tested. That don't mean you can still go around motherfuckers and the shit not going to happen to them. Because. I'll, because what? What's going to happen? No, inform me. I must be. I must be mistaken. What's going to happen if you test negative? Okay, yeah, passing okay, on? okay, my bad, my bad. I know you're bad. If you test negative. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why would I risk that just to go to a fucking restaurant is what I'm no, saying. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Why would you risk that to go to your favorite Why would cousins, I risk what, my life? Somebody that you love. It's a birthday party. We're talking it's about being a negative, fucking not birthday life. party. Yo, love ain't at enough. At a restaurant. Love ain't enough, I guess. my life. <laughs> yeah, but you Literally not. my grandma's life. You're going there anyway. You can get it by going to work. Mm. I I wear my mask at work. Wear your mask at the fucking restaurant, <laughs> nigga. Then why the fuck would I go? Huh? Because it's my birthday. Just to sit at the restaurant and with my mask on? We're going to have fun. If you want to drink something, pull your mask down, drink, pull it back up. If you want to bite it some fucking chicken, nigga, take it on your fork, put it on your mask, bite it, and put it back up. I'm definitely not eating off no utensils right now. Oh, yo, oh, you don't have to. We can. We got some plastic shits. They got plastic too. You good on that? 
Why you trying to convince? <laughs> I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just trying to make you feel like shit. Oh, that's not going to happen. Yo, you should feel like it's shit. There's way more shit to feel like shit about right now at this time than like going what? to a restaurant. You can go to a restaurant. everything I was birthday. just saying. I don't know. I, I can't really jump in on that one because I already feel like shit after our off-mic convo, so I'm just going to... No, Kevin has to go. <laughs> <laughs> the off-mic convo, Kevin has to do whatever Ooh. I say. Oh, shit. Until June. <laughs> what size should you wear? I got to get you right, huh? Size and a half. Yeah, but you're not reselling my shit. I buy you a gift, you're not selling them. I wouldn't do that. Okay, cool, because I smoke your shit. You know, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Ten and a half, though. Ten and a half. I can rock with that. You see, he ain't ass, right? Just remember Yo, that. Okay, even, yeah, just remember. He he's not even going to write me a card. He's not giving What's you a gift. About? He, he might not, not even text me. <laughs> <laughs> I know where to love Yo, at. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> No, man, your man 100 grand, you know what I mean? Solid. 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 For well, you know what I mean? Know know what's up. Do anything for him. I might not even get a happy birthday. I do everything for this nigga. Anything he would ask me to do, I'll do it. This is a whole different situation. I'd be like, oh, it's mad inconvenient, but I'm still going to do it. This ain't got nothing to do with inconvenience, though. Why not? It's inconvenient for you to go to a restaurant because you might get good and you might not. playing this shit again. You don't got to. I get it. You, <laughs> you don't, don't love me. You don't fuck with me, Obviously, you don't understand. Yeah, you, it's all Listen, good. Obviously, you don't understand either, nigga. Don't put your head up. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, if everybody don't understand, then maybe you're the one that's wrong, right? Huh? If everybody don't understand, maybe you're the one that's wrong. That's a fact. It's only two people I'm talking to. You know what I mean? Come that's all you need, baby. <laughs> two or and three. Yo, two out of three. Yo, you're at 33%. 33% on his end. Is that good yeah. enough? Trash. No. It's not good. Ain't even close to halfway. But it's, but it's all Goofy. good, bro. I'm going to let you live. You got it. You know what I'm saying? I know where to love at. If you need me for, to do anything for you, even if it don't cost me nothing, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Let me intro this Whatever. thing, man. Goddamn. Y'all niggas, man. We're going to intro this thing, man. Hell of an intro. Welcome to the motherfucking pod, bro. Yo, what's that? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, I wish we had cameras so we could see what this nigga just did, but that dance move was crazy. What are we doing? Are we clapping after we do that? Clapping? Not? What you mean? For what? After you introduce the bar. I mean, we just... who's going to clap? There you want to no, do a round of applause? In this you, want, you want me to clap for you, dog? What's up clap with you? No, we're not Nah, clapping. bro. Nah, it's the goddamn... Nah, I was just asking. Yo, welcome to episode one of Hit Dogs Holla, man. It's your boy, J.D. Kevo, a.k.a. Kev, a.k.a. Kevin, KJ, whatever the fuck you want to call me. I got too many names, man. You gonna tell me who your name is or what we, what we I was going to right, comment I'm here on with, it being episode I'm here. one. <laughs> it's episode one. Did we delete the other one? Huh? We deleted the other one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yo, yo welcome what to other episode one? one. What other one? I don't know. We don't even fuck with that name, bro. Darius PCP is, is a whack ass name for a podcast anyway. <laughs> fuck that shit. Shade. Shade. Fuck that shade. We, we a motherfucking tree in this bitch. That's shade. And they got a umbrella name, Kevin. Fuck that nigga, man. He does. Yo, I saw that. I'm like, yo, everybody's name is Kevin. Yeah, I hate them all. He ain't me, though. Uh, All right, yo, what up? This is Chris. You know what I mean? Fuck Darius, I'm not going nowhere. Who you? Brother. I'm Darius. Oh, okay. Darius? Like, I ain't never have a nickname, nigga. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Gangster. Oh, yeah, I forgot, yo. Oh, AKA, AKA D, AKA uh, CJ. Yeah, yeah, give me shit, nicknames. man. Get in, your, get in your bag. Don't give too many away, though, because I don't want to. Everything, you Chris, you can follow me, but I'm, I'm not going to accept it. <laughs> no cap. I'm, 
Hey, I'm public. Y'all fuck with me, man. I'm the social one. You know what I mean? Darius is a little bit of a. Um, he didn't even spell his name right on his own. <laughs> so he definitely can't. Don't follow him. You're not going to find my man, yo. You're not going to find Darius. He said, I ain't spelled my name. Nah, yo, he, did you? Darius. Well, it's not my name. It is supposed to say Darius. That's but, what it So is. did you spell your name correctly or did you not? Well, it's not my name. How so you spell it? How do you spell D-A-H-R-I-O-U-S. That's Darius. Is the correct spelling? My name is And the correct spelling? D-A-R-I-U-S. So you spelled it incorrectly, right? That's not my name. I just told you what it is. Are you keeping secrets? All right, cool. Secrets from who? Yo, it's so bad that Kevin thought your real name was spelled like that. Like Yeah, that's crazy. Your mom was like, wow, ghetto. Description. The description of the podcast that doesn't exist anymore. What podcast? Yo, fuck that QCP shit. Yo, we off that. It's beef with that too. <laughs> it's really not beef. Nah, it's not. We I don't, don't care know. about you. Yeah, we don't know. About I need to listen to the episode. Mm. Why will okay. we? What? Gang shit. No lame shit. Yeah, man. So yo, yo, hit dogs holler. Let's get it. Hit dogs holler. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I want to go around the room real quick, man. Um, I want to talk to mm. Darius first because he's the most quiet. So we are gonna ask him first. As a mouse. You know, what I mean, obviously, you know, Thanksgiving just passed. I want to ask you guys how everything went. What you do, what you eat, what are you looking forward to? Are you a holiday person? All that shit. Let's get into that. Darius, right. go first. So, this Thanksgiving, for the first time, I went to my girl's uh, mom's place. Oh, brother. Shout out to her. I fuck with her. <laughs> <laughs> That's my nigga. <clears throat> we just had tamales and turkey, though. Tamales and turkey. Tamales and turkey? She's Hispanic. Were, yeah, you got to get you a really real Hispanic woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like no, no, no. Am I hearing this right? Yeah. You yeah, said yeah. Molly? No. Tamale. Tamale. Oh, yo. oh, my God. You got what? turned up in yo, turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Yo, the family did the Mollies and the just Molly started and eating. I'm like, wait, wait. Why you invite me? Just yo, that's a, yo, that's a real stuffed turkey. Stuffed the turkey with Molly. I was going to be mad I didn't get my invite. All right, so you did tamales and turkey. <laughs> tamales yeah. and turkey. All right, all right. Man, that's crazy. For the first time, I ain't go back home this year. Okay. First time in how long? That, Literally the first time. time. Oh. Ever. The first time. How old are you, 22? Oh, mm-hmm. oh, in 22 years, this is the first time. Yo, shout out to that. That's yeah, how crazy. was that? Different. But it was, it was fun, but it was just different. But it was cool. You was dancing salsa? And bachata? Something yo, like we don't salsa. <laughs> we, we don't salsa. We bachata yeah. over here, yo. That's what you was doing? Suavemente. I don't think that's cool. Besa, 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 besa. No, he didn't say cool, though. Ooh, he didn't he say cool, though? I don't think he said cool, though. I mean, not. That's you was moving your hips, though? Huh? You was moving your hips and shit? That's how you dance. All right. Come on. What are you supposed to do? shit, man. I just want to make sure, man. Chris? I had to stay quiet because I was about to say something about eating ass because of Kulo. Oh, I heard Kulo in that song. <laughs> yo, we're just a few minutes Definitely in, don't man. say like, that. Just give us a little bit of time. We're going to get there. I promise. We're going to get to the ass. Relax. Damn, yo. He's taking this nowhere. Uh, what you did for Thanksgiving, man? Just cooled it. Because you definitely didn't hit me up. I, I yo, did Kev, it. you want to play? Yo, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be X, Y, and Z. Nah, tell me about your day, bro. I'm sorry. I did. I, I definitely uh, probably got out of bed at like one because, mm. you know, well, got out of bed. I probably woke up early. Uh, you know, you're not supposed to eat breakfast before you, you eat Thanksgiving dinner. So I starved myself. Rule number one. Until about 3.30. show. And then, you know, I'm a picky eater. I ate ham, macaroni and cheese. This nigga had green eggs and ham. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 
You don't like ham? No. Oh, I forgot. You're like a fake vegan. Nah, so, I don't eat pork. I don't eat pork. Yeah, he doesn't oh, eat, pork, I don't eat pork. pork, but he was like a vegan for like a year and a half. And like, ask him how that shit's going now. Six months. Not a year it and a half. It was, it was it a was year six and months. a half. It was six months. It was probably That's like a, a big year. difference. Yo, I did it. How he going to tell me I did it? it was I would say, months. I'll say a year. He was a vegan. And I'm like, okay. Six months. So yeah. now uh, apparently it he was doesn't six months. Eat, eat ham, but I mean, he'll eat every any other meat. Like, <laughs> hey, yo. Vegan. Pause. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, nothing. Just chill. Didn't really drink that much. Um, I drank the next day, but hmm. just chill. What'd you do? Nothing. I did absolutely nothing. Did for you him. stay in the crib and like watch TV? No. I yes, absolutely. Which is good and bad, right? So I'll tell you the good, right? The good is I spent the whole day chilling, and I watched some pretty good fucking movies. Mm. Netflix got some really. Okay, what? real quick, uh-oh, real quick. Uh-oh. What'd you eat? Um, it's like, about to be wild. I made my Bojangles. own. Food. I didn't eat nothing. Like I didn't. Go, I didn't oatmeal. have Thanksgiving food. If that's what you're asking me, nah, I didn't have uh, Thanksgiving food. At he all. made the same old tired Alfredo pasta that he makes. <laughs> hey, yo, watch, watch your mouth. My shit fire. Yo, what's up? My shit. My shit not fire. At this point, Alfredo can't be fire because that's what every male or female makes. Just be for their significant. It's over. Everybody makes that. Did you make the sauce yourself? I didn't, make all, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't make Alfredo at all. What'd you make? I made, I made, bro, for breakfast, I had scrambled eggs with spinach and a little bit of um, cheese, right? You know what okay. I mean? Just real nice. On your like, gym shit, your some, protein. Some, you protein. know what I mean? You got to get your proteins in the morning, even though you're not supposed to eat. Already. Eating breakfast? Yeah. Well, my nigga, I didn't have Thanksgiving dinner, so there was yeah. no need so to eat for dinner? breakfast. That's a good question, though. You, you know what I mean? Dinner. What'd I eat for dinner that night? Mm-hmm. Oatmeal? Something crazy. I literally said oatmeal. Did you? After I said my I didn't really eat. joke. Yeah, I don't think I really ate that much. Oatmeal? Yeah. When you said Bojangles, that was way better than what oatmeal. I was really expecting. Bojangles? Well, I didn't go because I didn't think they would be open or nothing. So I just like, nah. I'm oh, no, they slayed them. Oh, for real? Any fast food restaurant, except uh, for maybe Chick-fil-A? Yeah, yo, I don't know, bro. For like for the first time in mad years. I'm not really the first time, but... It was stronger this year. I didn't feel the holiday spirit. I didn't feel like doing none of that shit. I'd never really, really been into holidays. I could, because I can literally think of three or four households that you could have went to to have some, some uh, Thanksgiving food, and you just chose not to. Yeah, exactly. Probably more than that. There's at least, yeah, there's four that I could think of, so there's probably more than that. Yeah, for sure. six, seven. Yeah. You just wasn't in the mood? No. I'm was, not a holiday person anyway, but... Right, but I mean, you have you reasons. do it because you got to. Yeah, and I didn't have to, so yeah. I didn't. I feel you. You, feel you probably me? had a great day. It was a really good alone. day. It was a very like, yo, I woke up that morning, bro, and I was like, yo, I don't feel like being around people. I don't mm. feel like just doing none of that. My Tevin called me Welcome early to every day that I wake up. See, see, but see, you, my thing is this though: like, when you feel like that, I feel like you got to take care of yourself. You got to. Cause I could have forced myself to been around to be around people and do all that, but then I'd have been miserable. That's a fact. Then I'd have been doing something because they wanted me to do it. Yeah, I might have got a massage and said, you know what I'm saying? If they working, go ahead and you know what I'm saying, lace me up, relax me. Yeah, I need all that. What the last time you got a massage? What? Um, I don't know. The last time I got a massage, men don't. If get you massage. want that, go to Independence. You got it. It's like the. I'm not gonna drop the name of the place. Just, just but text me. I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> it's right off Independence. <laughs> Dead ass? 
Y- yeah, my old roommate used to go there all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm there. Um, yeah, yeah nasty. So, all right, oh, next. Um, <laughs> but uh, we um, pretty much, I would say that, I mean, I just felt like not doing anything and it worked for me. Honestly, like, I feel like I needed a, a quote-unquote mental health day. I wouldn't say I normally struggle any other time with uh, mental health or, like, you know, sadness or depression. I definitely don't think I suffer from depression though. or nothing like that. I don't feel that way. But I will say that sometimes you need a day. You do. And to I yourself. think it's Yes, exactly. To yourself. And it's I not think a bad day to pick. I think it's imperative to, when you have those days, to acknowledge it and take that day. Was your grandma not mad at you? No, 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 no. But say, that's a real... No, nah, grandma wasn't mad at all. No, nah, did she expect you there? I mean, nah. I think you would just go out of obligation because they know me. I'm, they know me, man. I'm a flake. Like you, you definitely are a flake. Yeah, but that's like a real specific day to have like a mental health day off. My nigga, I didn't choose it. I didn't feel good when I woke up. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like I was like, yo, Thanksgiving's the day I'm gonna just not do anything. Oh, I just woke up and I just want to be around everyone. Yeah, it was just yeah. one of those things where I was like, yo. I don't have any other ways to, you know what I mean, face what I'm facing. So let me just not be around people because last thing I want to do is ruin somebody else's mood on this day because maybe they're feeling it. Makes sense. Not me. That makes perfect sense. You know what's worse than that? What's worse than that? Faking the whole day. See? Feeling like that. Feeling like feeling crazy, right? Which I didn't do this year, but I've done that in plenty of years. And how'd that work for you? Exactly. Nothing. I went home and was sad, so... You know, I respect your uh, your day off, your day of solitude. Oh, thanks, sure. man. That's cool. That's beneficial. Helps you in the long run. I hope so. I really hope so. That was good. It was a good-ass day. So that's what we on. But, yeah, I'm not a big holiday thing, or holiday guy, right? So Christmas coming up, I don't really care. I am the worst gift giver in ever. I don't even know what I'll be wanting for Christmas. Well, I think the biggest thing is the biggest thing is attentiveness. I feel like women are so good at that because yo, they literally ju- all they do is pay attention. Yeah, and what do we do? It's very yo, we get comfortable. Give them headaches? No, you know we get mean? comfortable. And the same shit that you were doing to get her attention in the first place, you just stop doing because yeah, you got her now. So we just get comfortable. We start. Being ourselves when ourselves ain't really like the best thing that could you know that a woman deserves, but we just kind of fall in that 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 thing where we just kind of don't pay attention as much. Yeah, we're together now. She loves me. She's not gonna break up with me. Whatever. There's a word for that. What's the word? Being content. Oh yeah, complacent. Complacent for sure. I mean, you don't want to make your girl feel like that, but at the same time, I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, it, it just, it happens naturally. It's not something that you plan to do. It's just, nah. yeah, something that happens. Yeah, so furthermore, like, obviously, you know, sometimes you're slacking and you're not doing what you used to do to get the girl back. But I feel like as men, we never, ever, ever talk about what we do, like, what our requirements are to get the girl that we want. And what I mean by that is this. So, you know, at some point in our lives, each, each and every one of us as men has seen a girl that we're like, yo, I really want her. What do I got to do to get her? What's your first, what is your first thought 
when you see a girl that you, back in the day, you, know, you, see, you saw a girl that you really wanted, what was the thing that you thought you had to do to get that girl? What were you thinking? Like what, you know what I'm saying? Like what did you have to change about yourself or maybe be a little fun? Like what was the thing that you thought you had to do to kind of push yourself forward to get to that, to get at least, I guess, in her, in her ballpark, to get to kind of where she can see you? Because, you know, if it's a beautiful girl, mad dude is going to be throwing themselves at her and it's always going to be competition at any level. So what are some of the things that y'all do to try to, or did, because to stand out when it comes to somebody you're trying to court or you have interest in getting to know? Let me hear some of that. You start first, Darius. To do things that basically she relates to. But how do you figure that out? You know what I mean? Like you, what 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 do you know that relates to her? If you don't really know her like that, how do you I know? I feel like that's just like part of the process. Like part you of gotta the find that out, and then you act on. See, it. and that's why I feel like it's so it's so lopsided with men versus women, and not to be divisive, but like seriously, men, I feel like we have to do so much in order to get the girl that we want. We have to be funny, we have to be driven in our careers or something. We have to be personable. We have to be understanding. We have to be relatable. We have to be kind, caring, you know, all these different qualities. We have to kind of be the total package, right? Mm -hmm. And then, only then, will a chick notice you, for real, like, and see you in that type of light. Like, she'll be like, okay, he's really great. He does this, 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 and that. Maybe I should give him a chance and maybe I can take him seriously. And it's really hard because I feel like as a dude, you know, speaking for myself, when you're single, oh my God, like it's, it's, really, it's really easy to, to figure out what to say and how to talk to a girl until you really like her, right? Until it's, until it's a girl that you've been thinking about talking to for a minute or just never got the opportunity to be around. And now all of a sudden it's like, ah, oh, I'm drawing blanks. Like, what, like, what is that thing for y'all? Like, what is, the, what is the thing that y'all have, that you know for a fact you have done or said that you did only because you knew it would put you in a different light to that girl? Let me, give me that. Um, listen to her. Okay. Give that, me more. That's all, no, just listen to her. That's all you got to do. Like, a lot of men fail in relationships is because, like, they don't listen to the women. Like, they don't listen to what they're saying, how they're feeling. You know, if a girl says, you know, uh, and when you're first talking, like, I like flowers, uh, uh, usually men don't, like, go back to that conversation and think about that. Oh, she likes flowers. Or even if it's not flowers, I feel like flowers is basic. Something else, like, uh, I like chocolate or flowers. My, my favorite food is, my favorite restaurant is, and, you know, the, the easiest way to do that would be to listen to them and then, you know, act upon what they, what they said, what they expressed that they like. It, it's really simple, but a lot of men have trouble doing it. I've had a lot of trouble doing it. I don't know why. It, I guess it's just that side of our brains that don't connect that. Because if a woman says, oh, if she, if like a month, like a month into talking, she's like, she, she gives you a little something. She's like, you know, I, I really love Ruth Chris' steak. 
It doesn't have to be Rutgers. That's nah, because you know I'm it could be Firebirds pasta, which is fifteen dollars. Like, it could be literally anything, and uh, you know, two. Let her forget about it that she told you. Like, it let it be three weeks, four weeks later. You said oh, I'm taking you on a date. Pick her up, and and that's where you're taking her. Like, boom. That's it. Just listen. It's very simple. That's gonna be the fun. But we're selfish as humans. Oh, he remembered. Oh, he listened. Oh, he really listens to me. <laughs> okay, but so doing all those things is great, right? But you listening and I don't know. I just feel like what if there's a girl, I'm just going to, what if it's a girl that you don't want to be with? You don't really want to give her the wrong message, but at the same time, you still want to get to know her. Because, you know, sometimes women, they like to move fast and like, yo, I'm not doing this, that, and the third unless you're trying to be my man, right? Absolutely. So, As so they now, should. That's their right. They, they should tell us that. Yeah, so I mean, what? Saying that, do you think we should make our standards higher? I wouldn't even say higher as men, just let them be known. But what about. If, if a woman wants to be like, I'm not doing this, this, and this, and this unless you're my man, as a man, you'd be like, well, I'm not doing this, 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 and this if you're not my girl. But what if you don't want a girl? You let her know that up front. So then we're not doing nothing. So here's my thing, right? I feel like back to you. Okay, let me answer your question, Darius, right? You said raise our standards. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and side with you. No, no, I was asking. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to say yes. Mm-hmm. Here's why I say yes. As men, what are our standards? Like, what do we really, like, expect out of women to do like when we're courting them right when you find a girl and you find her attractive and you say yo I would like to get to know her you just t- yeah both just told me I'm gonna work I'm gonna do this that and third to elevate myself what are you expecting out of her to do to elevate herself or are you expecting nothing except for her to be attractive what like what is the what do you want out of a out of a chick that you're trying to court you know, whenever that happened for you guys. I'll say, of course, the attractiveness is going to come first. Okay, so all she got to do is be pretty then? No, because then her mindset and shit matters. Okay. Like, you know, you can't just be out here talking to anybody, if that makes sense. She's single. Why can't she talk to anybody? Because we're talking about standards. Okay. That's his preference. So you want her, you want a girl that you meet to be straight only for you when she meets you, and she can't talk to nobody else. No. So what do you? What's the? Give me. What are you saying right now? Standards, as in how she think, like what she got going for herself, shit like that. Okay. So that matters to you. She gotta be driven. She gotta be. Um, yeah. Oh well, yeah. Of course. Yeah. She can't be a bum. Because that's how women see us. Like, we can't be a bum. That's a fact. Yeah, but we're... Yeah, and that's, that's kind of that's my point right there, I'm saying, right? So, like, I feel like we have to be the breadwinners. We have to be the successful, like, um, driven, career-driven, life-driven, goal-driven individuals. And they have to see that in us before they even consider us, right? Mm-hmm. But then what, as men, do we have to see in women before we decide, I kind of want that one. Because if we're being honest, to me, 
it's only looks. Men are very simple. Like, if she's very pretty, I'll figure everything else out, right or wrong. How many times have you said that? Yo, I'm really, that's really my type right there. I'm going to just go ahead and figure everything else out. If she fucking with me, we good. We good at that, right? Am I, am I off? Am I, am I, am I bugging? <laughs> nah, you're, you're absolutely okay. right. Like, it, you literally have to like, look at it as a man because the, the most important thing to us is, is usually you know, how attractive are they. So you, you take that, you start to build a relationship, and then she has to do what you just did for her. You know, She's attracted to you. She listens to you, figures out what you like, and eventually it just kind of meshes together. Like, if it's not gonna work, it's not gonna work, but once it meshes together, then you're good. Like, if her views and your views, after you've been talking for a while, because it doesn't just come out after the first week, mm-hmm. but after you decide, like, oh, this is the person that I want, let's see how everything else goes. Like, what they think about this, mm-hmm. how they think about that what they want in their significant others, and that way you don't waste your time. As a woman or a man, you can kind of get out of there once you're like, oh, uh, this is too much for me, or this is what I don't like, and they do that. It's over. It's a wrap. That way you don't waste her time, because that that's kind of their, their biggest peeve, like wasting their time. So, And it should be a big peeve to men, too. But mm-hmm. but honestly, when men are are looking for women... They're typically looking for sex, so it's kind of like they're not really wasting time because they're getting what they want, but at the same time, you can't have all of your exes or whoever you deal with completely hate you. You have to be a human being and think about what, what they went through talking to you and everything like that, and you know, you know, don't do them dirty. And- it's a very um, interesting take that your exes shouldn't hate you coming from you. <laughs> but we'll leave it alone, you know. <laughs> nah, I mean it's you. I, I've been in a relationship for a year, mm-hmm. and it's changed my perspective on literally life itself. Mm. So the shit that I thought that that I thought was right, it, it's not gonna lead you to happiness. Like you know the. Well, men are literally brought up to want to have sex with, you know, pretty much anybody or not anybody, but like, you know, any woman that they want to. Yeah. Like. That's the biggest, you know. And I think that that's why, like, it's a very thin line on, you know, does this person, like, as a woman, it's a very thin line. Like, does this person really like me or does this person just want to have sex with me? So it makes that a very thin line. So, you know. It's already hard for them. They're not knowing our next move and what we're going to do. If you truly want to be happy and be with somebody, like you're going to figure it out and get it right. You're going to be on the same page. That's how I feel about it. Oh, man. Hey, I don't know what's in them cups, but y'all got sure. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. No, no, no. No, nah, that's real shit. No, that's real. That's, that's real, real shit. I like that. No, that's, I like that. Because I do feel like at some point, like, you kind of do have to figure out what is best for you moving forward. Absolutely. Like, it's more to life and everything than just going out finding finding the next girl uh, to sleep with and who I'm going to, oh, she looks good, I want to talk to her. Because 
I mean, at the end of the day, if we're being honest, like, once you go through that life, it's like, it, it all kind of feel the same. It's kind of a revolving cycle. Like, sure, there's It definitely some, is. Yeah, it's like some are cooler than others, but at the same time, it's like, all right, well, I'm going to go through a lot of bullshit to get with this one, just to get where I want from this one. And then I got to go over here and do it all over again with that one. You got to start all over. And then I got to be- You're this. dealing with so many women, and then you got to, you got to figure out, you got, you literally have, would have to be a different person with every different woman, because you're not going to want to treat them the same or even think about them the same. You have to be a different person with each woman that you're wasting time. Like, you're wasting their time. When you could just be upfront from the beginning, like, hey- this is what I want, or it, it, whatever you may want. Like, you just want somebody to go to brunch with, or mm-hmm. you want somebody to eat dinner, so, or or you just want people to watch Netflix with, yeah. or just have sex with. Like, you, so, if you're upfront with that in the beginning, the, the end result, you're, you're going to be a lot happier. The end result is they're going to be like, nah, I don't want to do this no more. I like you now. That's the end result. It's not going to be this, and, I, and it sounds great on paper, but it's not, it's not going to be that whole, oh my goodness, like, I'm cool with doing whatever you're doing because you are up front with me. No. Women are not thinking like that. At the end of the day, they still want to be able to show something for what they did. Meaning, all right, I put in all this time and effort with this dude. What did I get from it? Did I get a relationship? Did I get something? Did I get loyalty? Did I get trust? Did I get What did I get from this? If the only thing a woman gets is sex out of that, she's not going to L. She's not going to be around long. And that's an L for her. It's a big L. That's an L for her. Big ass L. So it's just, it's it's interesting hearing that from our perspective. Obviously, we don't have a woman here to to give us her perspective. Uh, Right. But I don't know, man. I'll say if that's not, you know, not, not. If that's not only what the woman wanted, that means. Right. If she just wanted sex, then she's in the wind. Because some women do. Or, or whatever the end goal may be. Like, some people want What that. is the percentage of women that just want sex from men? Let's be real. We're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. What is the percentage of women that only want sex? Have you ever encountered a woman who only wanted sex from you and nothing more? Ever? Have you? Yeah. How many? Is I, it, okay, I can't is it really fair to say it. often? Or is it fair to say that it's probably slim to none? I think if we're talking like in like not me personally because I'm not going through that, but if we talk like a broad range, mm-hmm. if the whole life, yeah. But I, I I haven't always presented myself that I I hey listen, you cute, you think I'm cute, let's just have sex and nothing else. A, a lot of the time, as young men, we're doing and telling whatever the women wants to hear, want to hear, to have sex with them, or you know, you may lead them on to some shit that you didn't think that it really, that that you didn't mean. Like, but I'm saying if you approach every relationship with your true intentions, not not every relationship, just every encounter with your true intentions, you would be a lot more successful than, you know, me throwing out a number when I know that for a fact that. You know, I've I've done or said something that I may have not meant from my end goal. What do you mean throw out a number? What you talking about? Like throw out a number. Like you you asked me like how many or what's my percentage. Oh, okay. My percentage isn't very high because in the past, like like I said, men lie, men say, women co. I mean, men coerce. So that's how we were raised to do. And I'm not saying it's right, but if we approached every encounter that we had with a woman that we wanted to just sleep with. Our, our, my percentage would be a lot higher if I was a lot if I was just honest in the beginning. 
because women do want that, but they but men will have this preconceived notion that a woman wants X and do the X. And then so now she thinks that you're going to do X, but in reality, when she met you, she wasn't really looking for X. And that's how I honestly feel about it. And, and that's just real. Because there's a lot of women that just want sex. Like, they, they, like I said, like five minutes ago, women don't like for their time to be wasted. So you think it would be a better turnout if dudes was just completely on the straight it, up? A thousand percent better if niggas just didn't lie about it. Because niggas be lying because they think that that's what the woman wants, mm-hmm. but that's not what she really wants. And this, this goes on the woman, too, not just the man. Mm-hmm. If you're just upfront and honest with somebody, when you first start talking, you can avoid a lot of pain and oh. arguments and hardships in the back end of the, your relationship if you just talk about it up front. Yeah, no, no, I feel that. And I do have a lot of female friends who, to your point, have the ability to differentiate pretty much between, all right, here's a guy that I know I'm only going to just be sleeping with and nothing more. And they're able to kind of move around and not, you know what I'm saying, think about that. They're not, they're not trying to confuse the two, okay? This guy is on this type of time. This guy's on that type of time. They categorize their men. For sure. And they treat them accordingly. Absolutely. Some. And I, and I respect that. I would that. say most. I respect that. When, if you're able to do that, at least you know for a fact, that's what I want. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm, you know, I'm not running around playing the heartbroken game mm-hmm. whenever you know, someone sells me a dream that I didn't even want in the first place. Right, because women typically put the dude in the category, oh, this is the dude that I go to brunch with. This is the dude that I go to lunch with. This is the dude that's going to send me a Uber Eats. This is the dude that's going to take me shopping. This is the guy that's going to hug me and talk to me about my emotions. And, you know, it's, it's like et cetera, et cetera. They, they categorize while men don't, don't, they don't, men don't hold themselves to the same standards. At the end of the day, I feel to? like we, we should. should. We definitely should. Mm-hmm. If, if, if we just want sex from a girl, why are we getting mad when she don't text back? We should tell her. We should just tell her. Mm-hmm. Because that's going to, like, if you... Save both of us time. Mad time. And, and honestly, like, it's not even in, in uh, like, you know, relationships, but, like, relationships as a whole. Like, like, you know, relationships with other sex or whatever you're interested in. Mm-hmm. It's relationships as a whole. Like, if you're that friend that doesn't like to drink... You should tell your friends or who you ever, whoever you want to be around, I don't really like drinking. So, therefore, they're going to stop inviting you to come out with you. And th- eventually, they're going to be like, oh, he always says no. Fuck him. Even when we're not drinking, we're not going to invite him because he always says no. I just think as a whole, just being honest mm-hmm. is going gonna, is gonna to lead you just a, uh, It's going to get you down the, the better path. Because if, if you're not honest and upfront with people, you're gonna hit speed bumps. Like really tell people, so and, and I'm not even good. saying just relationships, just really tell people, mm-hmm. your mom, your dad, your cousin, your best friend, your, your lady friend, your wife, just tell them how you really feel about a situation. Like really give it up, give them the raw, so that way you're not, you're not you know, lying on the, like you're not trying to lie while you're trying to be honest, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To make it sound come up softer. Down later, right, like, later oh, well, you didn't express that that's really how you felt. You kind of said, mm-hmm. you don't just have to deal with that. You just, you're just honest with everybody. Yeah, but I think the biggest thing, right, for me, it's like, okay, great. You're, you're being honest 
and you're telling her what you actually feel. However, that's going to either work for you or it's absolutely not going to work for you. Like, if your end goal for a fact is to date this girl and you know she don't want to date, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. So are you saying, I'm, am I, the way I see it is this, we need to be a little bit more selective as men, right? Like, as far as who we're choosing. Because I feel like as men, we do not choose women based on the entire picture. We only find out about their personality after After the the fact fact that we see what I mean. Yes, it's always after the fact, but, you know, we we continue it. Mm -hmm. Even after the fact she told you that that's not what she wants, we, we still we still go with it. So we, we, we it just we, we're wasting our time and we're wasting her time. It, that that conversation, like the conversation of course has to come after, you know, I think you're attractive, she thinks I'm attractive. It has to come after that. So after you get past that, then you're like on to the next thing. Does this person check out check off all the boxes that I need? For me to be like, oh, I want to be with this person? Or do they check off all the boxes, oh, this is what I need to have sex with a person every other day? Like, you know, the box that you want or whatever you want them to be, they have to check off a certain list of items as a man. And, I, and you know, women do this, but, like, men do it. Men re- rarely do it. So it's kind of like, yo, you just check off the boxes that you need. If they, if they do it for you, cool. If it's, like, one or two items that are left off the list, you can keep going. And address it later or address it at that point. The, the sooner the better is all I'm saying. Once you get past that initial attraction, because that's what two people have to have in order for them to even get to what we're talking about. For sure, for sure. Just to be honest. And, it, it, I, and, I, and from experience, it just gets you a lot further because, I, I, you know, I, everybody's lied to people. You know, say you, say you lie to a friend and it ends up coming back later. If you were just brutally honest, they would never even bring it up. Mm-hmm. If you're like, yeah, I don't really just, nah, I really don't like doing that shit, or I don't want to do that, or I don't like when you do that. But as humans, we, we are, I feel like we're meant to, to try to please other people. As humans, we want to please. At least the people close to us. Close to us. We want to please and we want to teach. Mm-hmm. We want to teach some people and we want to please some people. So, like, I'm definitely all about pleasure. Uh, I don't know if we're talking about the same thing, but I'm definitely, definitely I, I want to please. Oh, oh. But, you know, you, no, you want to please, like, for example, like, when you were in school, if you wanted to do this, like, it would make my parents happy if I did X. So I'm going to do X. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, please, you want to please your friends. Like, you don't want to be the nigga that's like, Oh nah, you know my girl can I can't really do this. I can't really. You don't want to be that person. That's most of my friends. No, but nobody wants Currently. to be that person. But they are. So what's the difference? It is what I'm saying. If you're honest with the person that you're with, but no, like, but, but, but hey, nobody. Sometimes is. I want to hang with my niggas. Sometimes I want to go to the bar. Or, or whatever your your shit may be. Like if you're just completely, I'm not saying that everybody does this, and I'm not saying that I do this all the time. I'm just saying. Your life would be a lot better if you're like, hey, on Tuesday nights, I play 2K with my niggas up front. Or, or every weekend, guess what I'm doing? I'm at the club. And that's what I like doing. And unless that we can come up with a medium, you know, that's what I like doing. You, you tell somebody what you like doing and what you don't like doing, and then you figure it out. Yeah, and that sounds all good. 
And so you think about the fact that she's going to look at you and be like, mm, nah, nigga, I know that you when you go to the club, you be with this person and that person, and you do X, Y, and Z. See, and I'm not comfortable with you doing that. And that all in itself is a, is a complete, but, but, but yeah, it is, a, it is a complete different issue. But guess what? That's going to be the argument in your home. So, yeah, she might even let you go do those things. Yeah, you can go ahead and go to the club. You can go ahead and, and go hang with your boys and this, that, and the third. But if you're not dealing with the kind of girl who's able to understand and Which is none of them. kind of detach from, it's, it's a small percentage. I'm going to give it a small percentage. Like, if you're not dealing with the type of girl that who's, able, who's secure enough to let you go and do your own thing, then you're always going to have those fights. You're always going to have those issues. Whether you're being a dog or whether you're being a saint, it's not going to matter. What I said, being a hundred. The if fact that she, she don't, don't trust she don't you, know like, yeah. what you gonna do when you leave the house? Or, or she does know. Yeah. You already told her. I, I think like it's one of those. Bottle. I like to buy bottles. I like to buy a bottle yeah, of champagne. Know, I think it's one of those things. I think it's similar to the ask for. It's better to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. Because either way, we're gonna come to the same conclusion. You ain't like it. So <laughs> I could either I could either choose to ask you to do it beforehand. Or I can choose to ask you for forgiveness for doing it after, if you find out that I did it. Right, but if well, you what's it, save you more time, exactly. save me more time, my, breaking up with her. That's not that's not oh. an option. Oh, all right. I see how you giving it up. But oh, what's gonna save you more time? Because we here, look, no, 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 because we forty nine minutes in, bro, yeah. and I swear to God, all we've been doing is being super duper positive. And, and yeah, this been, podcast is called Hit Dogs Holler for a reason. So I'm gonna get my toxic shit off too. I'm breaking up. If I don't feel like I can be my all authentic self all the time, I'm breaking up with you. And I don't mean being around women and entertaining women and being that type of dude. But if you're telling me I can't hang with my friends, if you're telling me that, you know, something that is completely unrelated to me being around single women is wrong, I'm out. That's Damn right. It saves a lot of time just by going ahead and breaking up instead of. But you know what men do. They're 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 (laughs) women are gonna be like I don't like this I don't like that. You're either gonna sneak and do it or you're gonna be miserable by saying you don't do it and not doing it. Like we know what that's about, and that's just kind of like what I was saying. Like you will save yourself time, but and I think that men don't value their time as much as women do. Yeah, they literally don't. Yeah, and I have a good reason why. Cause I, I felt like that was coming up next, and I have a good reason why. We don't have the same clock biologically that women have. Women have to have a baby by a certain age physically in order to ensure that she's going to have a safe pregnancy. So when a woman turns 30, that's why, you, you know, if you ever know a girl who's close to 30, You'll hear them talk about, well, I want to make sure I have kids sometime soon before, or if they already have kids, I want to make sure I have my next kid before X, Y, Z, because it's a just it's not necessarily a thing where it's like you're gonna have a, a problem, but you're just you're just raising the chances of something going wrong during your pregnancy the older you get after 30, I'll say 35. So any year after 35, it's like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to really consider like everything when I'm if I if I want to have a kid or if I want to have more kids, depending on where she's at. So for women, it's like 
yo, I really don't have time in my late 20s to be dealing with some dude who doesn't know what he wants yet. I need a dude who's going to be ready for a relationship, who's going to be ready to, to raise a family and to be able to do all these things. And if you're not able to do that, then I don't have any time for you. The problem with men is what we do, and it's unfortunate, but a lot of times men like to manipulate. So like you said, Chris, you like to play that role. All right, bet. Well, she wants a guy to do this. I'm going to do exactly that to get X, Y, Z. And once I get that, man, it's whatever. She can do whatever she want to do. She can stay with me or she cannot. Either way, I'm good. I got what I wanted. We don't see it as a problem because at the end of the day, it's such a, here's the thing, right? I see it's a conundrum, right? It's, it's two really big issues. For women, they have too much, I would say, accessibility. Meaning like, all a woman has to do is post a selfie on Instagram, Snapchat, mm. whatever you call it, mm. and she'll get flooded with DMs. Mm. So she has a wide pool to choose from. Men have to actually go out and pick who picks them. We don't get to pick who we want. We pick who picks us. We don't like to admit that as men because we have egos. But in the, the reality of the situation is that we only get who we are allowed to get based on how they feel about us. That's a fact. We don't get to choose. Women have a big, you know, they have a wide selection of men to choose from. And I don't know which one's better, to be honest. Is it better to have a huge selection and not know which way to go? Or is it better to just... Pick exactly what you want, and hopefully one of them go. And which is the way that I was, which is the way that I was saying. Like, I feel that. I feel that. that. That sounds good. Here's my thing, though. Yo, we're almost an hour in, and we haven't given our audience any funnies. So it's great to have the relationship talk. I love y'all who are in relationships and who care about relationships. This is called Hit Dogs Holler for a reason. I want to get to the funnies. Now, so let me let me just get into this real quick, right? Because this has been a, a big thing <laughs> a couple of days ago on Twitter. Did y'all see the video uh, on True's Kitchen? Did y'all see that? Yeah, yeah I saw that. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. All right, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, right? Okay. So there was a, was it a brunch? Was it a? No, it was brunch. It was a brunch. At a restaurant. At a restaurant. What was the restaurant at? Do you know? Mm-hmm. What state? Isn't that not Atlanta? Well, um, I thought it was Atlanta. You know what? We're going to call it Atlanta, even if it wasn't, because uh-huh. <laughs> it's a very Atlanta thing that happened. So we're just going to call it Atlanta. So there was a restaurant in Atlanta called True's Kitchen. Um, and basically what happened was people were dancing. And if you've ever been to brunch, first of all, let me start here, right? If you've ever been to a brunch, right, a lit brunch, you know damn well that people, women are going to start twerking early. You know what I mean? Like, you're going you're gonna to start drinking early. The party starts as soon as you get there, for real. Like, you order food to save face. And you're really ordering that food, I mean, to be honest with me, you're just ordering that food to put something in your stomach so you can drink. You gotta soak up them mimosas. Gotta suck them, soak them things up, you know what I mean? So that's what, we, that's what they was doing, right? So they was at this, at this brunch, True's Kitchen. I'm not sure if it's Atlanta. Y'all fact check me, but they were doing this brunch. And then the owner, I guess, had came out and had a little bit of a speech to the crowd, who was mostly black people, and the owner was black, and he was going into like, you know, hey, like, why are we doing these things? Like, why are we twerking? In my establishment, I don't want us to do that, and kind of took like a different approach to like, he went deep into the like, oh, you know, as black people, we need to present ourselves in a certain manner, and kind of gave the whole, my thing is this, right? 
I'm going to give my opinion, and then I'm going to let you guys tell me what y'all think. Here's my thing, right? I feel like there's just two sides, right? And I see both sides of this, right? I'm going to start with the, the consumers, the, the customer side, right? As a customer, right, you know, like I know, when it's brunch time, it's time to turn up. Like, we're going we're gonna to eat, we're going to drink a lot, we're going to spend money in your establishment, but we're going to also enjoy ourselves. You know, the coronavirus has taken over the entire year. People have lost jobs. The pandemic has affected a lot of people, not just in America, across the world, right? So some people just want to go and, and let loose and hang a little bit. Am I against that? Nah, I don't think that's wrong at all. So I, I understand where they were coming from, right? That makes sense. Like, you want to go out and party and have a good time. So for, for the guy to come out there and kind of be the way he was being, I could see them seeing, saying, like, oh, man, this dude's a buzzkill. Some old-ass dude telling us, you know, what he don't want us to do in his restaurant. Ah, ah, ah. It doesn't make sense. We're just having fun. We're not breaking any laws. And we're paying to be here. Okay, cool, I get it. However, I also see from the owner's side where they're like, he's like, yo, hold on. I own this place, right? Y'all are standing on furniture. Y'all are being disrespectful to my establishment. Guess what? Any damages that occur here, I am on the hook for. I have to pay for. Y'all pay y'all bill and y'all go about y'all day and y'all never see my face again if you don't choose to. I have to stand by this place and make sure that we're turning a profit every day. So I completely understand him trying to keep the value of his place up and also keep the respect level up. Because, I mean, if we're keeping it a stack, there's not a real, there's no real place where you can step on the furniture and stand and be kind of crazy. Even in clubs, they don't really like you doing that. They don't. They don't it's really like you standing on the furniture and shit. I've been, been in, in enough money. Yeah, but I've been in enough VIPs to know even if, you know what I mean, you in VIP, they would prefer you to not be on the furniture. Why? Because anything can happen. You could spill you could spill a liquor on there. You could you could tear yourself. it up. You could you could fall and hurt yourself. Else. Now it's a lawsuit. It's, yeah, they liable. So it's a, it's a lot of stuff going on with uh with with everything involved. So I understand business owners and uh, um perspective, but I also understand the consumer's perspective. Personally, I just feel like, yo, the video, like, when he was doing that whole speech, it could have been handled a bit differently when you're talking yeah. to people. But here's my biggest thing, right? My biggest thing is, like, yo, as black people, we have to stop expecting each other to just be okay with whatever the fuck we got going on just because we're both black. That, to me, we have to stop that shit. I'll give you a great example. I had my fucking furniture delivered, right? I had my shit delivered a couple weeks ago. It was my mattress. And I come downstairs, and it's a couple of black dudes. So I'm thinking, cool, you know, this is perfect. You know, we're going to get this done in and out, and we're going to be fine. Here's the issue that I had. They didn't do anything wrong, but to me, it was like this, right? Oh, did I say mattress? I meant televisions. It was televisions. I had two TVs from Best Buy that I got delivered. And so there was two guys, and there was me. And there was two TVs. I paid for a delivery and, you know, to my apartment. So when I get downstairs, the, the dude is like, yo, what we can do is, you know, he saw that I was a black dude. He was like, yo, you know what we can do is, um, he's talking to the other mover. Hey, you and him, meaning me, you two 
can go carry the TV upstairs, and I'll carry the, the smaller TV upstairs by myself. That way we get it done faster. And he must have saw a look at my face because I looked at him, and I was like, Wait, what? And then the other guy was like, no, 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 no. What we can do is I'll carry one side of each box, and you'll carry one side of each box, mm -hmm. and we'll carry it upstairs to this apartment to get it done. Now, thank God that happened, but my thing was like, I just felt weird that he was so comfortable with making me do something that's his job. You think he could do that because he was black? Uh, yeah. I think he was comfortable saying and doing that because I was a black dude. And he's like, yo, he's cool. He My work. thing is like, nah, because if I was an older white dude, no if I was a middle-aged white man, would you ask me ask of me the same things you just asked? Nope. No. You would say, okay, sir, how you doing? Let me get this inside for you. So why are we so comfortable with seeing each other and being like, oh, you should help me out. You should hook me up. It goes back to the deeper talk about, like, designer. We pay whatever for Gucci, Louis, off-white, but we want to ask the homie for a discount. Come on, man. Why? No, nah, we got to stop doing that. So I do feel like I feel the owner on what he was saying, but I do also feel the consumers was like, you don't got to talk to us like we're animals. Like, we're, we were just trying to have fun. So it's, I think that both sides could have done some some different things. You could have not stood on the furniture if that's what they were doing and wild out, and the owner could have came to them with a little bit more of a, a little respect. more couth or respect, for sure. Um, and I and I feel like what you what you're talking about in like the uh, the moving situation with the TVs. Me personally, I I would have helped them if it if it got the job done. Even though I pay for delivery, I would still help. I would still help them. But if they were white, uh, probably not. Just just because of the understanding that I have for them, black us as black men and women working harder than like you know the white man or the white woman has to. So I mean, honestly, it's not a big deal for me. I don't really want to carry my own TV up, but. I mean, I'll do it. If, it. if it helps you out, it's whatever. If, if throwing a re review out is going to give you some extra money, I'll do it. Um, I, I'm pretty understanding in that way. So with the, the true situation and the twerking on the, on, the, on the couch, I don't think that anything should have been done coming from the consumer side. But as an owner, you, you just have to let, uh, you know, be like, hey, get down for now. The next time that you come here, or whoever that comes here, we're not standing on furniture. We're not twerking. Enjoy your music. You know. You know. I, I'm glad you're having a good time. Continue to have a good time. But well, well yeah, and I, I do agree with that. But here's my thing. He came right? off crazy. He did, and that's my thing. Yeah, and also he did go to them like to talk to the table personally first before he made the speech. Mm -hmm. But I still think that was. Well, the, the speech was a little bit much. And my thing is this, bro. At the end of the day, you want to turn a profit. What's going to give you a better chance to turn that profit? People coming back and saying, wow, it was lit last time. Mm -hmm. Facts. Let's go back. Word of mouth, social media. You know, this whole thing could have went a different way. Instead, we're seeing the negative sides of this, right. ki of this True's Kitchen. And now we're, false, we're forced to believe nothing more than what we're seeing, which is, Wow, that dude was kind of a dick. Right. Let's let's go somewhere else. We don't have to and, spend our money here, and, and that's of, unfortunate. 
And a lot of other companies started stepping up and saying, oh, you can twerk here, you can twerk here. They're trying to profit off, you know, True's Kitchen's fumble. Know, fumble. Like, it, they just call fumble. a spade a spade. It's a fumble. Me personally, uh, you know, as a if I was a business owner and then like thinking in that way, I might have even covered the next round of drinks. Just stay off my couch. People under that's how you talk to people. That's how you get them to understand. You get them to you do something for them and they'll think about it and they'll respect you. Like that's how it starts. It it starts with being the bigger person is what I'm saying. And as a, as a restaurant owner, you you can't condemn who you brought to your restaurant because you're playing a certain type of music, feeding them a certain type of drinks and providing a certain type of atmosphere. You have to acknowledge that you do that. And then Exactly. Let them know, hey, we're not, this is not an establishment that we're standing on couches. And I'm sorry, I got to be the bearer of bad news to you. And I'm, you know, I might be fucking up your shit, but next round on me, let's have a lot of fun. And I guarantee they will not stand on your couch anymore. But you have, you got to give business to get business. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, exactly. it, It takes two, right? Right. Like it has to be a great atmosphere, but also you have to respect the atmosphere. Right. So yeah, I, we're, we're both. I think both sides could have done a little bit better. Um, I actually don't see anything that the customer side could have done better. Well, we didn't see. The, we didn't see what they were doing the entire time. We I mean, there. I saw that they were they were on the couch, but mm-hmm. what it, what inspired everybody posting it and everybody being angry about it was the way that the owner came off. Yeah. If the owner came off in the right way and like the way that I just said, we would have we would have never heard about it. For sure, for sure. Especially for sure. never heard about it in a negative light. It would have just been positive. Yeah. Like, yo, shout out to True Kitchen. They bought a round of drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And especially, I think, uh, him saying, I don't need your money. That's wild. That was like, that was a real Even bad, if it's true. Uh, like, that's, it's, that's it's not how you talk to people. You're making a speech about your people coming yeah. to a certain space. Then you're going to say, I don't need your money. Yeah, no, you're right. You're that's talking to your people. Of course you need them. Yeah, that's crazy. You not can't. Even, I ain't even going to say you need their money, but it's like, why, why would you want to say that? Cause you don't tell Why that, would you not you want tell, their money? You don't yeah, tell any yeah, patron you don't need their money. It's like, it, that, to me, it's giving me off the vibes that are like, you know, oh, I don't need your money because I got to different crowd coming in and it just it gives off the wrong vibes and I like it like he fucked up but that different crowd ain't gonna stay like the crowd that you right no no Absolutely. you're right you're right but what Chris is saying is the reality of a lot of what's going on and a lot of what's going on to be honest with you guys is I feel like our culture black culture whatever you want to call it is the leader of not just our I don't want to say social media Twitter I want to say the world, right? We are extremely, extremely important, right? We're copied, we're imitated, we're praised, we're we're duplicate. We're all these things. Most of all, we're profitable. We're profitable. Mm. Our culture is what sells. There's every type of genre of hip hop in the world because of hip hop. Where did hip hop originate? And who did it originate by? Exactly. There's grime rap in fucking London, Italy. There's old school fucking boom bap rap all the way from from here to Australia to Korea. To Ch- it doesn't matter, right? We are the most copied and at the same time the most undervalued g- demographic there is in the entire world. 
mainly because we we allow it to be and we we accept that fate for what it is based on you know a mary a myriad of issues so i won't get into all those but at the end of the day we are what's driving the the music industry by and large like there's there's, there's nothing more important in music than hip hop music and that's the fact and and when it, and so this whole truth kitchen thing just reminds me of the simple fact that we still in 2020 don't know our power. We don't know our worth. We don't know our worth at all. We're still running around letting people tell us how we should be, who we should be, how to dress, act, talk, whatever, etc. And we still place value in things outside of our culture. A great example of that is the Grammys. We, we, we place so much importance in the Grammys. And then we get mad when we don't get the nominations that we're looking for or, or don't even win what we're looking to win. My thing is, it's, I know it's a simple answer to be like, oh, just ignore it and don't care about the Grammys. I get that, you know, at some point it does look good to have a Grammy on your, on your resume. And, and, you know, I understand that. And I'm empathetic to that. However, the value of the Grammys, I, okay, here's the thing, right? I, I, I read a lot, right? And I read something here, right? Value, value is only a matter of, of um, this circumstance. Let me explain. If you're in the middle of the desert and someone offers you a, a huge diamond or a bottle of water, and you can only have one. Which one are you taking? The bottle of water. Why? Because at that current moment, you're not thinking about what is going to get me. Because the diamond is, 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 is the value in the diamond is what I can return or what can I get in return for this thing. Or in the long run. In the long run. The water represents what do I need to survive right now? You take that diamond, you're going to die. That bottle of water will save your life. So what's more important in that situation? The water. And that is why people sign bad deals. Correct. Because on the flip side, you can be right at home and someone offer you a bottle of water or a diamond. At that current, you know, that, that point in time, you're going to consider the exchange value of that diamond versus the exchange value of that bottle of water. You're no longer thinking, what do I need to survive? You're thinking, what can I get for what I have? You'll get way more for that diamond than you will for that bottle of water. But in the terms that I'm speaking of, you still need that bottle of water right now. In and the that's desert. why you're going to. Yeah. In the desert. But if I change the situation to you being at home. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, you're going to choose. That, you're that choose diamond, diamond. Is, is always going to be the choice. Absolutely. Every single time. So I do think that value only lies in the matter of the situation. Right. So if we decide, so for example, award shows in general. Let me ask you a question. When's the last time you watched an award show, Darius? Uh-huh. Chris, when's the last time you watched an award show? Can you tell me? I tried to watch the AMAs. And then what happened? It's trash. Great. <laughs> I don't care. Exactly. Point being is we put all this value and worth into things that were important in the past. And we and we hope we try to keep that same value, 
do every single year these award shows are dropping in ratings every single year we just found out that Gucci and Jeezy did more streams or did more yeah I guess was it streams yeah or more pretty viewers. much had more, more viewers. viewers than the Grammys all these award shows right because we're gonna tune in for that and we're gonna so watch what does that, that tell that's you our culture so what does that tell you we control the market so why do we even give a fuck if we're nominated for Grammys anymore? What is we it? We really shouldn't. If we literally place the value somewhere else, the value of that will change. Absolutely. That's all we have to do. Which is why we should gatekeep our culture more often. We should definitely gatekeep okay. it. Keep but it from but it. what do you mean by gatekeep? And who was we the gatekeepers? Sh- we share it with everybody. Literally everybody. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like this. When you see other cultures, that's like, where they have on like specific things, like specific outfits and stuff like that, you see it as a more respectful thing. But then when you see African-American culture, you just see it as the music business, which literally drives all, uh, most, most trending things in America. You can, you just, you can damn near say pretty, all of it. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which is the same respect we should demand that other cultures get when it comes to specific things, if that makes sense. No, it makes a lot of sense. Like how I said, you know, when they wear specific things, they see it different. You know, ain't nobody just going to go and put on... What do you mean? Yo, there's a reason... There's a reason that Nav wears Dior, Supreme, and Cartier glasses, and he's... He's not like us. What's the reason? Because we already made it popping. So he's going to do it to get popping. And I'm not just talking about Nav in general. Just everybody. We literally make the culture. We make the hot shoes pop. We make, like, niggas was not, white people, excuse me, were not talking about Chrome Hearts two years ago. Which goes back to the true kitchen thing. If that happened at a white restaurant, again, excuse it's me, not that's not going to be... It's not news. But when a happening? white guy wears a chrome heart shirt, is that fly right now? Probably not. But, but let 21 Savage wear some chrome hearts or Drake wear some chrome hearts or anybody who like leads our culture wear some chrome hearts. It's, it's in. Like, I mean, it's, it's like, you know, it's like Yeezys. Like, our culture was wearing, like, Yeez, like at the time, Kanye was controlling the culture with what we wear. Started the polos, started the leather pants. He started mad shit. All of a sudden, you, you make some fire shoes and niggas want that, and the supply is less than the demand. Now he can make a drop and, you know, cash out because every nigga want them Yeezys, but it's only because niggas is wearing it. Yeah. We don't want Gucci because Taylor Swift is wearing it. We want <laughs> Gucci because Cardi B got it on or whoever it may be at the moment. Like, okay, so well then what is the solution? What, is how do what we, Darius said. We need to gatekeep our culture. Okay, but who, okay, and with that, I hear that a lot, right? But who is the gatekeeper? Who is the person we're electing to decide what we're going to accept and not accept in our culture? Because I feel like we always have these discussions every is this quarter, like, and then we end up with the same result. Okay, we need somebody to do it. Nobody steps up, so then we revert back to our old ways. Are you asking, like, a personal question or just, like... I mean, I mean, because it seems pretty open-ended. I mean, anybody who's like really popping in our in our culture can do it. 
but they because don't. they're gonna follow. They they don't. But I, I thought I didn't know if you were asking like my personal opinion, like who should do it. Yeah, who should do it? Uh, at this moment, right now, if we're talking about leading the culture and making a wave, I I need a couple people. I need a couple different people to do it. I need uh, Travis Scott mm-hmm. because as He's you know, right now. his yeah. his his endorsement deals are just going wild. Mm-hmm. I need Travis Scott to do it. Absolutely. I need Drake. And I actually need four people. I need Kanye West and I need Jay-Z. I, and I, that's only speaking from the men's perspective because that's all I really look right. at and care about. Like, I don't really care about, like, who, what makeup women are choosing. But if we're, if we're bringing women into it as well, I, I need Rihanna, Beyonce, and I would say, like, uh, a no-name or Rhapsody, somebody who's kind of grounded, you know, and not you know, who's not that famous, somebody who's just grounded to level out everybody's ideas so mm-hmm. it, it just meshes and makes sense. And, of course, we need, you know, regular working class to, to have a... But, like, I feel like those would be the gatekeepers of... You know, they could, like, Drake... If Drake would say, like, yo, on his Instagram, yo, tune in at 5 p.m. We're doing the Real Rap Awards. Like, it's a whack name. I'm just off the dome freestyling. Right. Like, real Rap Awards. Like, we're going to give it to who really deserves it. Who's not gonna watch that? Everybody's gonna watch it, right? And okay, so that's so, how we can gatekeep it because at that point, or well, maybe not that point, or like you, Drake can literally make his own website that you know people in power, like white people in power, don't have access to it, like because Instagram, okay, Tom or not Tom, but Facebook is getting paid mm-hmm. when you do it on Instagram. Yeah. If if you want to gatekeep it, make your own website LLC and do it that way. Honestly, and that and that would literally work. That's gatekeeping. Then Drake can empower, or whoever it is, Jay Z, or anybody at the top can empower black people to to make the decisions, to do the votes, to give the rulings. We can have the black, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, the right black person announcing the awards. Like, see, I feel like that'll <clears throat> come all the way back around to us literally owning everything that's popular, and that's Such what we should do. Social media. We should have our own social media. Social media, music, literally but we all, do. all that. I feel like we are going in the right direction with our own social media, like Clubhouse. That's dominated by us. Is that black? I mean, all, all, all of the apps are dominated by us. They're just not created by us. They need to be And that's the difference. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. Yeah, like, they need to be created yeah, by us. Yeah, for sure. And just kind of, like, just make sure that because at the end of the day, it's not about the accolade; it's about who's getting paid for the accolade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and like, where's that just money circulating. and where, yeah, right. So, as long as you can create a network, create something that Black people are gonna all watch together, all spend like you know the Mike Tyson fight. I spent fifty dollars on the fight. Imagine if they had an award show. Maybe no one would pay for it, if unless you really support it, unless you really wanted to see it. But charge people ten dollars, or not charge them anything, just get your advertising money, you get it from the back end. If, <clears throat> if you have everybody on the same page and then you have black people working it, black announcers, black voters, black coders, black marketers, black <laughs> everything, it would just, it, it, it would keep our money where, where, where our money is being because at, at this point, white people didn't want segregation, but they love profiting off segregation. Absolutely. Now, so like I understand everything that we're talking about, and that's that's 
Honestly, Chris, you shooting right now. Yeah. You hot. <laughs> Chris hot right now. This man, got that hot head, he, looking like, he looking like Clay dropping 37 in a quarter right now. That's crazy. How you get like that? I don't know, man. Uh, just a lot of self-reflecting. Mm. That's important. Because that's where it starts. You, you can't get further without self-reflecting and knowing yourself. Whew, God. You good? <laughs> hey, Chris dropping the album, man. Yo. He got, he got some shit to talk about, man. He, he definitely Yo. has to drop an album. No, nah, whole pot. But, like, you know, I, I just want to promote this to, to everybody because, you know, you start with your self-awareness. And then from self-awareness, you can start monitoring how you interact with other people. And therefore, your interactions with other people would be more into your benefit because you you looked at self first. And and furthermore, just to piggyback on that that topic right there, self-reflection is key and self-awareness is important. Also, we have to change the way we look at ourselves and other people. Like, if, if we really are serious to talk about talking about, you know, shifting the the power um, in our favor, even to the slightest percentage, it's going to require an extreme change amongst a group of people. It don't have to be, it don't have to be everybody, but it has to be a lot of people. It has to be a very intentional act. We have to actually consider the fact that, yo, maybe this dude over here is not my op. Maybe that guy is not my enemy. Mm -hmm. When we go out, like for me, I've been on that way for years. Like I've been in the clubs, I've been on both sides. I've been on the side where you're looking at somebody and you're like, yo, I'll knock this motherfucking head off tonight. I'm, I'll knock his fucking head clean off tonight. And I've been on the side where I'm like, yo, I'm just trying to have a good time, man. I've been on both sides of the it's, coin. It's, it's both sides of I felt that. that. However, my thing is this, right? When we're, when we're able to collectively look at each other in, in, in normal instances as just regular people, like, yo, you know what? I'm not willing to take it there with this dude tonight. And maybe it can be just because, yo, that's another brother right there. I'm not, I'm not trying to create violence and do all that. It can be as simple as that to people. You know, it can be as simple as, yo, you know what? That's a black dude right there. He's not causing me immediate harm or danger. Let me just wash away. Because I feel like a lot of the issues, and we all know this with men, is, is rooted in ego. Like, once a man bruises your ego, it's, it's really hard to go back from that. Like, it's going to take a lot of effort to go, all right, listen, well, he, you know, he said this, so I'm going to let it go. No, a lot of men have ego, and that's what causes most of the problems. Because, honestly, if somebody steps on my shoe in a club or bumps into me and I spill my drink, I'm the first one to be like, oh, my bad, bro, my bad, yo, my I bad, excuse me. I'm the first one, yo. Excuse like, me. yo, my bad. That don't mean I'm pussy. That just means, yo, I'm not trying to do all that. It don't got to be all that. And it I can be a simple mistake. I respect you as a human a being. I'm not trying to have a nigga moment. Not trying to have because that. if it was a white person, they would apologize first. They would apologize first. And we don't have to go there. We don't have to go there. Like, we can just, we can all coexist, be in the same place, and not have an issue. It, it doesn't have to be like that because what I was thinking about is, like, shit. If, if you got one person in your crew, and, you know, everybody has their, like, crew of people, that's getting a considerable amount of money than the other ones, why isn't it that that person teaches everybody else how to do the same thing? I, we I, don't, I feel like as a culture, we don't like to share 
with each other. We want to be that. And, and I'm going to use this term, but like it, it, was, it was made for like, you know, white people, like a black person in a white person's world, the token black to ourselves. Or the HNIC. Right. And the, and the token black that's like, oh, yeah, I'm the one that made it. Yeah. I, I like the attention that I'm getting. And I feel like we don't. Fam, we always want to learn from each other and we don't tell each other. A shit. lot of us want to just be the, the, the richest black man in the room. Absolutely. A lot of us want to be the most lit dude in the room. We don't really give a fuck about putting the next man on. Not realizing that that next man could then put this man on. And, that, and also not realizing that there is an abundance of wealth for everyone. There's yeah, not. Th exactly. And, and, but here's the thing, right? Scarcity sells. Scarcity puts fear in people and it makes them think, wow, there's not enough for all of us to get ours. I have to stop him from getting his so that I yep. can get mine. No, 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 no. When you start to realize that there's more than enough for all of us, only then are we going to be able to actually impact the world in the way that we need to. Because so often we fall into the trap of there's not enough, so let me go ahead and snake him to get mine. When in reality, I can help him get his, and then he can put on 10 more people to get theirs. And then he can help me get mine because... You you looking at somebody that's you know that got bread or something? You're like, oh, I'm gonna rob that man. Like, I'm gonna get mine out of him. Like, when like it if it came down to it, like we're all humans and we're all. If you're if I see you, you're in my bubble. He might be able you to can, put you, you on game. Yeah, you can. He can influence you. You can. You know. And I'm not saying ask for a handout, but why aren't we just freely giving handouts? Well, he might be able to take you from a hundred thousand a year to two hundred thousand a year. You wouldn't be down for a hundred thousand um, dollar raise in a year. You wouldn't be down for that. We, Yo, I, I'm telling you, I feel like a lot of it is just the ego. We get so caught up in like, nah, I can't have him. He can't sun me. He can't big bro me. He can't none of that. No, I'm self made. Ah, uh, let's keep it a stack. Even in even within organizations, not everybody wants the same things. Let alone the world. Like we don't all want. You know, some people might want to be billionaires. Some might want to be millionaires. Some might just want to make 100K a year and say, fuck it, I'm good. My family's taken care of. I'm straight. Some may just want to survive. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like we, it's, it's our responsibility to... It's great to talk about these things, and I feel like mad people talk about them, but we need to actually come to a position to where we actually, okay, you know what? We know what needs to happen. Let's lead by example. We all let me know. Let me be that person that, nah, that you have to stand for something, bro. The old saying, you got to stand for something or fall for anything. Yo, you have to stand. Listen, I'm just not doing that. I'm like, you know, when you go out and somebody might be talking crazy, nah, I'm not going there with you. I'm just not doing that. I understand you might be on that type of time. That's not what I'm on. All right, so what's the worst that's going to happen? He's going to call you pussy? All right, cool. You've seen the bigger picture of what can happen, right, when you, when you don't interact. Because, I mean, what? When people fight, it can, it can end in a fight, and that's cool. Because I do believe men should be able to fight and move on. But a lot of times we see, you know, it doesn't end that way. When, when the motherfucker get beat up, somebody's shooting. So now it's like, okay, now there's two lives lost. If you shoot me and I die, I'm dead, and you're going to prison for life. Now we lost two lives over something so stupid. And the shit don't even really be nothing deep. Most times when niggas is getting into it, it's nothing serious. It's just ego, and I'm not going to let you one-up me. I'm going to get you before you get me. So if we can just, you know, get away from that, we'll, we'll be able to find, you know, 
a better a better place in this world. And I don't want to make it seem as if I'm saying because I do believe that black on black crime is a myth. That's a complete myth. It's what I'm crime. what I'm more so exactly. What I'm more so speaking about is the fact that we can do our part in making this place, this world, better for us. We can always point out and say, look what they're doing to us, but I think it's more important when we look within and say, what can we be doing to better, to better change the results of what's gonna happen to us moving forward? Self-reflection. Self-reflection is key. That's where it starts. That's where it starts and ends. That's where it starts and ends. And that's where we're gonna end. I think it was a pretty good episode, y'all. Y'all feel good about that? Great episode. I fuck with y'all if y'all listening, man. Yeah, Appreciate yo. You. Yo, listen, man. This is this is all love. six of y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give us ten, bro. Hey, all ten of y'all. Y'all, y'all really, y'all the real ones, man. And when we got damn blow up, like I told y'all, man, y'all gonna be the ones who can say, y'all, we was the first listeners. I appreciate, love all y'all. This is the Hit Dogs Holler podcast. We're in this shit live and direct. From Charlotte, North Carolina, we're going to be here every week. We got y'all. We're going to bring y'all new shit every fucking week. Every fucking week. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I promise y'all one thing, bro. The better we get, the more Darius is going to talk. <laughs> so don't worry. About <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yo, he's, he's, waiting to, he's waiting to break free from these shackles that are set upon him. But you got to get comfortable. Yeah, he's going to get comfortable. So y'all keep rocking with us, and he's going to keep rocking with y'all. Yes, Arski. Yes, sir. All right, I'm I'm one thirty. The host, Ke- uh, Kevin, Jade, Kevo, KJ. Man, I got so many nicknames, man. Just call that me. That he all made bro. up by himself. But uh, yo, it's just Cap. Chris. Like that's my name. That's what we rolling with. Yo. Yes, Arski. You already know it's Darius. Yes, sir. Darius. Hey, man, it's been real. Dang. Until next time, y'all Dang. be easy.